A hi hi. <laughs> you and your cords. You like get this too cord. many. <laughs> There's Fucking three of them. Strangled in cords. <laughs> cord freak. Are you ready for some delicious Guinness pints? Moldy tents? Whiskey drinks? Burning motorhomes? Getting drunk with the local law enforcement? And cliffs of insanity. Well, you'll get to experience all that coming up. So stay tuned. Hey, today, 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 a little jig. What? <laughs> <laughs> a little jig. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to the Beans Talk Podcast, where we talk about everything travel. Sharing first-hand travel advice and getting to the bottom of real-life experiences in the hopes to inspire you to get out there yourself. All right, so where we left off was we had taken the train over to Hollyhead and we uh, caught our first ferry ride. And the ferry was huge and... We had heard about one of the same companies, Ferry, uh, that had just crashed into the pier. And we actually saw it on our way to the ferry. It was kind of weird. And we saw the ferry crashed on the way to the ferry. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, we saw it high-centered up on the pier. I remember seeing it. Mm. But it was slightly unsettling. And, uh, yeah. We're like, oh, let's hop on one of those because it seemingly goes well. <laughs> Yeah, seems like a great ride. Good company. I feel comfortable <laughs> and safe. <laughs> At least it was just like a, like, they're slow. So it would be like, oh, crash. Now we're stuck for a second while they get us off. It'd be more difficult, I think, for the cars to get off. Yeah, let alone like... <laughs> what happened to them underneath while they're oh, on yeah, the ferry shit. if they're sliding around crashing into each mm -hmm. other. That would have sucked. Anyways, we got on the ferry, and we had some fish and chips, uh, but it probably wasn't a good idea to have eaten on the ferry, because it was rather expensive, so uh, the food was good, but yeah, we were... we were pricey, though. Yeah, it was pretty pricey, though, but we were glad to be back on the Euro um, and taking a break from the pound for a little bit. So yeah, we got into town, into Dublin, and then I basically navigated the way to our apartments that we had, you know, reserved a room in. It was the cheapest we could find. It was kind of hard to find anything available for whatever reason. It might have been the time of year or something. There was a concert going on. It was some big, I think it was... It was like a festival. No, it was like an actual show. I think it was that one guy that we hadn't heard of at the, the time. The redhead guy? That yeah, the red... Sheeran. Ed Sheeran? I think I you're think right. it was that guy. And we were like, who? And people were like, you don't know who that is. He's like, like a total like, local-ish <laughs> celebrity that people just go nuts for. And we listened to a few of his songs. We're like, really? Yeah, we're like, no. Ed Sheeran? Sorry. No, not our thing. Why? <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of hard to find somewhere to book. So we ended up, we did find a place. Um, it was in actually Rathmines, which is just south of Dublin a bit. And it was kind of tricky to get there. Because um, we had to communicate with the owner of the apartment. Right. And we didn't have a cell phone. But we ended up making it there and, you know, meeting the uh, the gal. She pulled up and gave us the key and kind of explained everything. Mm -hmm. um, it was a really nice place. It was all, all furnished. Um, there was someone 
either living or also visiting that was upstairs and we were on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. So we um, had a room. It was like you yeah. were basically renting out a room in like an apartment. Yeah. But yeah, there was a kitchen and there was, you know, like a bed, there's lamps and it's fully furnished. So it's almost like you kind of move into um, somewhere that's set up to be a livable space. I would just compare it to an Airbnb, kind of, but we hadn't yeah. been in an Airbnb yet. Right. So it was similar to an Airbnb. I think yeah. we got it on Booking.com, though. When it was still good. Yeah, when Booking still was decently priced. Anywho. <laughs> um, so that night, we were like, okay, well, we got to go out and get a pint of Guinness in an Irish pub, because that was a bucket list item for me. For me, too. I mean, that's, yeah. I think, on many people's list. Yeah. And so we head to um, a local pub just down the street. The stro- down the street. Down the street. We're going down the street with Mick Jagger. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck just came out of my mouth. Um. <laughs> I don't know what you were trying to say. <laughs> I think I was... You know, say like stroll or something down the street, and it was like straight. Um, Going down the straight for a point of gun. Yeah, it's no accent that we know of. But we found out very quickly that the Guinness in Ireland tastes nothing like the Guinness in the United States. Yeah. Nothing. I have never, I had never been a fan of Guinness before that night. Because it just tasted shitty. Like it was it just wasn't the best beer. I yeah, was I was I a know. huge fan of darker beers, especially stouts. And with the beer that's coming out of the northwest of the United States, well and a lot of just all over the US, they're getting really good at making beer. And mm-hmm. so I was kind of slightly a beer snob. And Guinness, um, Never really, I don't know, impressed me all that much until that night. And we later come to find out that the reason for this was that Dublin has their Guinness factory. And that factory only supplies Guinness to all of Ireland, parts of the UK, and New York and Boston. Where there's like a strong... uh... You know, Irish, Irish influence, yeah. Community. Or, yeah, for sure. The but rest... M- most of it yeah. is just for Ireland. They don't yeah. really export it anywhere else. I think majority of it stays in Ireland. Totally. Um, but we find out that the rest of the world gets their Guinness from... Guess where? Any guesses? Wrong. Nigeria. Of all places. Of all places. That's where their sister factory is. So that's where a majority of the rest of the world gets their (laughs) Guinness from, is from Nigeria Guinness. Yeah, so we over here in the States are getting Nigerian Guinness. And that's got to travel quite a distance to make it to us. So obviously it's going to taste different, and it just doesn't travel well, period, anyway. No, I don't think so. I'm sorry, Guinness, but, like, get on the bandwagon and open something else up that'll get to the States. I don't know. because in the States. Yeah, totally. So that was one of the reasons why we found out that Guinness is a completely different beer when you're over there in Ireland. 
the freshest of fresh. Yeah, it's just clean and crisp. It's oh my really, God. I mean, I, I don't even like dark beers. I like IPAs. Yeah. But holy crap, that Guinness over there is just, <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite beers. Mm-hmm. And I don't like dark beers. So we find this local pub, and it's called Blackbird. Yeah, it's Blackbird. It's just a couple minute walk from where we were staying. And it looked like a cool pub, too. So we it just was, popped in. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so cool. The whole interior was like dark, uh, really dark wood. Mm-hmm. And there were all these little nooks and crannies that you could kind of like tuck away in. And they ha- they were all like kind of like dimly lit by candles. Yeah, like real candles. There was like little tables in little corners with, uh, it was almost like they had old doors with windows in it that kind of like separated yeah, the like tables, little, you know. Yeah, little... It looked like just antique-ish and like garage sale-y. I don't know. <laughs> That's like all we have to compare it to over here because we don't have anything that old. <laughs> yeah. It was cool, though. It was, it was uh, awesome. Yeah, it was very cozy. It felt like an old library. Yeah. Like an old, mm-hmm. you know, Irish library that you'd just, like, tuck away in a corner and, and put your you head in a book. And then you like, a bar in the middle of it. Yeah. But there were there was a lot of uh, Star Wars memorabilia yeah. and, like, 80s shit in there. Mm-hmm. And so us being 80s babies, we're like, what? awesome yeah and it made us think of our friend tori a lot who's a star wars freak yeah so Um, it connected with us on many levels Mm -hmm. we ended up heading out to their patio or their deck area which was really cool Uh, it was all covered and had you know different lights and just a really cool vibe to it there were a lot of people out there like smoking yeah just a cool spot to hang but the first, <laughs> the first second that we get out there, it's uh, we see a lady off to the side, and she's an older woman, maybe like in her seventies. Yeah, <clears throat> and she's <laughs> she had tied one on. She was shitty. <laughs> yeah. So she got up. I don't know to go to the bathroom or something, but yeah. she got up and basically fell over and knocked this whole table over and the like glasses like shattered a bunch of glasses and we're like oh shit just empty beer glasses mm-hmm, and they and all bottles. broke all over the ground and yeah. she just fell yeah well because we were standing on the steps and she's coming up and we're like oh my god oh my god do we need to help her what the fuck and she like falls up the steps and we're like trying to catch her and pull her up you well, know simultaneously taking out this table and yeah exactly we're so. just like all right welcome to ireland yeah this welcome is... to dublin <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, though. Um, but, yeah, so we had a couple of Guinness pints there, and then I had noticed that they had this IPA on, and so I wanted to try it out, and, oh, my God, it was so good. So I had one, but it was nine euros. Yikes. It was pretty expensive, but I was like, this is such a good beer. Yeah. So I had two more. And then I was like, oh, my God, I have to stop. I just spent 27 euros on three pints. That's crazy, yeah. (laughs) Oh, but I was, like, spoiling myself. It was our first night in Dublin, and I was just really enjoying the bar. The pints were really good, but I definitely had to, you know, cut it off before I was going to regret shit. Yeah, and so we kind of tucked ourselves in a little corner, and we played a game of Guess Who and Connect Four and just had a you know, really good time. Yeah, it was a good out night. At this bar. One thing I remember though is that I was going to buy us around, and I was getting Guinness basically the whole night. Um, but my beer prices kept 
increasing, which I was like, what the, you know, I went to go pay and it was a lot more than what it had been like (laughs) an hour or two ago. And I'm like, what is this? Right. And they're like, yeah, the prices go up as the night goes on. And we're like, oh shit. So it was kind of like a really, you know, smart thing for the business owner to do, but it kind of sucked for you when you were staying out a little bit later. It just got a lot more expensive to be enjoying yourself. But also, one thing that I did notice uh, at this pub was, as a couple, you know, it's kind of, and I noticed this out on the deck, and then also while we were inside, but as a couple, it's kind of, and both of us aren't, like, super outgoing as far as, like, ah, hey, and, like, just getting right into people's groups and being like, who are you guys? Where are you from? Or at least at this point, we weren't. So it was slightly, uh, I don't know, I kind of had nerves about, like, meeting people. At least that was me. I I didn't want to, you know, like, insert myself into a group or someone's conversation. And so we did kind of hang to ourselves. Well, honestly, I think a lot of it, too, is you see the groups of people that are sitting around. like So there's a bunch of, like, tables Mm -hmm. outside where people are hanging. Yeah. You know, you kind of overhear people talking, and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, a younger crowd, and you're like, I don't care. Uh, Yeah, there's that, I mean, that's part of it. It's not, you know, you're like, everyone's set. (laughs) You know, um, but I think there's also there's I think a mindset that people have where it's harder for them to maybe reach out to a couple. Yeah, it totally is. If you're by yourself, it's way different because they notice, oh, they're by themselves. How about we talk to them? Yeah, you know. But when it's a couple, they're like, oh, they have that person to talk to. Fuck them. You, well, <laughs> it's like, not oh, that. It's like no, well, maybe they're out on a date, or you know. Yeah, I guess uh, that's true. Maybe they're just out together and they don't do this. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's weird, though. Cause it's like I, a subconscious thing where they're just... Yeah, that was one thing that I definitely noticed at this, you know, going out into the pubs. But it was just something we had to kind of get used to, you know? And mm-hmm. then, like, counteract it with being a little bit more outspoken and talking to other people more. Yeah. So we had had a few pints at the, the Blackbird pub. And afterwards, we basically stopped and just caught Domino's, which was almost just next door. That was kind of funny because we both came from... Pizza places. Local pizza. Oh, my God. Did you just choke and die? (laughs) I I just took a sip of water and it was all, like, almost coming out my mouth. So I I probably shouldn't have started talking. Anyways, yeah, we both came from local pizza places, and uh, we didn't eat pizza all that often. I mean, after eating it for eight years straight, pretty much. Yeah. But I don't know. It would, I know it's crap, but I mean, I like Domino's. No, it's it's not bad. It's for one of the few places that fast uh, food chains. Yeah, and I mean, it was cheap too, so it wasn't like going out to a restaurant. You know, we got yeah. a, a whole pizza for you know less than ten euros. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we had a handful of days in Dublin, and we just spent a lot of it walking around the city and just getting a feel for the place, and we really liked it. You know, it had a lot of character. The river, the Liffey going right through the city was pretty cool to just kind of walk down and check out little shops left and right, or little pubs. There's or pubs everywhere, yeah, and pubs everything everywhere. is just very authentic feeling you know yeah. it just feels very irish yeah and it's um, real vibrant you know it's it just, just like... feels historic like the streets just feel old it just feels like mm-hmm. there's a ton of history and it's still you know uh, not geared towards changing to accommodate tourists you know it just feels very yeah i well, mean there I'm... definitely are some spots there are but... touristy pockets but for think, sure for the most but... part it feels real you know authentic. quaint and authentic yeah 
Uh, we did walk over the Liffey Bridge. But yeah, it's a very iconic bridge in it's just a Dublin. very fun area to explore. Yeah, definitely. Just yeah. walk around. And it's hard sights. not to go into every pub just to check it out. And totally. Because <laughs> some of them are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years old. Oh, and yeah. it's like, what's it look like inside? Yeah, right. And then, like, the music and everything kind of draws yeah. you in, too. And it's weird, too, because every place you get a Guinness, it tastes a little different. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I wonder if their Guinness pints are good. Yeah. So you kind of pop in and have a pint, and then... You find out which one's really good. Yeah. <laughs> you remember those pubs. But, yeah, we so we had a couple nights at that service apartment, and then um, because of it being hard to find somewhere to stay, yeah, uh, we ended up finding a campground that was just outside of Dublin away. So we uh, booked a couple nights there since we had that tent still. Yeah, we were like, oh yeah, we'll save a couple extra bucks and camp out. Yeah, it was cheap. So we were mm-hmm. like, awesome. You know, I just spent all this money on pints at the fucking Blackbird the other yeah. night. <laughs> Let's balance this out a little. Exactly. But we get there and it was kind of weird though. It was almost like a just it a, was not a campground. <laughs> it was a large parking lot with, was, like, astroturf. <laughs> well, it wasn't astroturf. It was actually grass, but it, it was, felt... It felt so just cold, and, like, we were used to... There was no flavor of the place. No. It was, yeah, it looked like a big parking lot with grassy areas, mm-hmm. and it was like, this and is... And, like, camper vans. Yeah, it was mostly RVs, and mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, yeah, there's a spot over in this section where you can put up a tent, <laughs> and it was just, like, this small little lawn... Yeah. We're like, this is camping? We're like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it was kind of far outside of the city, too, so we actually had to take a cab there. Yeah. And then get a bus to go back into town. Which was nice, because there was a bus stop, like, right out front. Yeah, that was handy. Um, But, yeah, so we had unrolled our tent. Uh, This was my 33rd birthday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 33rd. So it was on my birthday, and we rolled out our tent. And the last time we had used it, was back in Bordeaux mm-hmm. in France yeah. when we were making our way to the Camino. It was because that sketchy dude, we didn't want to... Outside stick... of the train station. Yeah, we didn't want to stick around, so we just headed We caught out. that light rail out of town yeah. and slept in a field. And the field was, it was damp. quite damp. Yeah. So this whole time, our tent has been... It's been like two months, I think. We packed it up immediately that morning, and we didn't think to like air it out no and we just packed it away and then walked the whole camino and left it in its bag so yeah. come two months later we rolled it out and we we're like what the fuck is that smell it was moldy as fuck we just fucked up our tent after yeah. using it once it was so stupid we fell yeah. so down it was frustrating too because it was expensive and it was a nice tent it was lightweight and the whole fucking thing was moldy, and we were like, ah, shit. Yeah. So It was a horrible birthday present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we uh, cracked a couple pints of Guinness and just rolled with it. And... Yeah, we took the rain cover off, and hopefully we were just trying to, like, air it out and seeing if that was... Because we had no other means to sleep. No. You know, we didn't have an RV, and we didn't have a spare tent or anything, so... No. So. We're like, well, let's try to make do. Let's mm-hmm. just take the rain cover off and hopefully it'll air out enough to where we're not going to get sick from breathing in this shit while we sleep in it overnight. I remember taking my buff or a bandana and covering my mouth and nose because I didn't want to, you know, just be inhaling that all night long. Yeah, totally. So we were just kind of sitting there uh, at this bench. We just had a couple of pints. You know, I think we bought like a six pack of tall cans of Guinness, and uh, all of a sudden in the distance, 
<laughs> this had been like minutes later after I, we shut up the tent. I was like looking. I just, I, you know, when you catch yourself in a gaze, I think I was just like in a daze. And then all of a sudden I see these flames start going and I'm like, that's not good. I think I remember saying that. It was something like that, like, oh shit. Or, you know, it's very <laughs> subtle to like, huh? I was just like, wait a minute, that's not good. Cause I saw smoke start to rise too. Like a lot of black a smoke. A lot of black smoke. So we look over and this fucking RV is just oh a flame. It, it was is, just a blaze. Yeah, blazing. And we at were this like, point. whoa, that's not good. It wasn't no. like, you know, this little fire, like the no. whole this thing was going. It down. was yeah, it was burning to the ground. And I mean, I think the horn started going off and then mm-hmm. so it was like meow <laughs> as the flame like overtook. It and, took, like, melted it. It took a while to burn down the yeah. horn because it was going for a bit. But, I mean, this thing lit up, and yeah. it basically burnt to the ground. So we walked over and Well, just... there were people crowding around, and at that point, like, you know that people had called the, you know, fire department. Right. And so they were on their way. And you knew that no one was inside because yeah. there was no screaming or no. thank God. There was no, like, frantic behavior of getting people out or anything like that. So it was just... It just seemed like someone left the coffee pot on or something, uh, and then they yeah. then they went to town, and mm-hmm. so they weren't even there. Yeah, no one was in it. Luckily, fuck. Yeah. And um, a lot worse. I mean, this there was like a little tree next to it that all burnt up, and even the the RV next to it started, yeah, you know, getting all warped from the heat mm-hmm. of this thing just going up in flames. Yeah, so that was like you know the biggest birthday candle you could have got. <laughs> yeah, and I remember thinking, I was like, well, you know, our tent's moldy, Seriously. but at least that didn't happen. Yeah, no shit. We were just like immediately grateful that yeah. that wasn't us in that situation. It's like, so. well, it could be worse. Yeah, the... that could be. You know, that's a game. You're going home after that. Oh you know? god, yeah. Like... Or you just or no. have no home. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a way that the universe humbled us right <laughs> yeah. right away from. Our poor little moldy tent. We're like, oh, well, at least we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, at least, yeah. Who knows what was in there, too, you know? I don't know. Oh, it could have been someone's life, you know? Yeah. Uh, But that, I think one of those nights that we were over in the campground, I took Carl out. I think it was the same night because it It was was. your birthday. It was still my birthday. I took you out to a birthday dinner um, at just a local Chinese restaurant down the way. Because it was kind of a remote area that this campground was in, we didn't have a whole lot to choose from. I think I would have picked something a little more authentic. Yeah, we were definitely off the beaten path, mm-hmm. and it was almost like off the freeway or yeah. uh, some sort of main highway. Mm-hmm. So we just walked through this field and we tried getting kind of in this somewhere neighborhood. Yeah, we tried getting somewhere like quaint and kind of local and cozy, but there wasn't really a lot of it, and so we started to get rain on, rained on, and we were just like, oh. Let's just pick this place. It's here. It's open, and it's starting to rain. <laughs> yeah. So Let's we, just go inside. So we just popped into this uh, Chinese restaurant and sat down and, you know, ordered our food. But we realized that we got stuck with, I mean, it was just us and then, like, one other table in there. But the other table was, like, a whole family. It was a family of, like, ten. Yeah. And they were the most obnoxious rude, like, disrespectful. Group of people. Uh, It was just so painful to sit there and watch it because we've both been in the service industry, like restaurants in particular, 
and to hear the way that they were treating the staff and just the demands that they had and they were getting obnoxiously drunk and they had told them, oh, put on our music. Because like, it's a Chinese place, so they have, you know, they have their Asian, you know, music playing. Yeah. And as, you know, they do typically in Chinese restaurants. Like and would. they wanted to put on their music, which was the worst shit. I mean, it was like, who let the dogs out? That and was they the replayed song. it literally like five or six times. I wanted to go over there and just take whatever tape or CD or whatever the fuck they were playing, throw it on the ground and smash it. Like, that's how insanely annoying who let the dogs out is and just other on repeat you know trash music like Ugh, that too it and was bad. they were like turning it up and replaying the same shit and just being i mean after a minute it just became comical and we were kind of just laughing about it but we felt super bad for the people i felt working so there and bad for waiting them. on them so when i went to go pay for it i basically tipped way more than i normally would and kind of apologized on their behalf. Of Pretty like, much. I mean, We're sorry you have to deal with yeah, this like, shit because that's just, not right. Yeah. So, because we could just tell that, you know, ugh, it was bad. Yeah. But anyways, that was... So that was my birthday. <laughs> that I turned 33 that day. It was pretty memorable. It and, is, uh, yeah, for sure. At the time, it seemed bad and shitty, but, I mean, looking back on it, it's like, oh, that... You like, know. Oh, that was a crazy day. Yeah. But yeah, so... During our stay, uh, we did go and take a tour of the Guinness factory, which is a must-do. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, you just have to. Even if you don't drink, it's just cool. And it's so much... It's just revolved around the history of Ireland yes. and Dublin. Yeah, and it was a self-guided tour, so you didn't have, like, one tour guide that took you around the whole thing. You could kind of just go at your own pace right. and really, you know, read what you wanted to or check out, you know, different you things here and go there. go in depth as you wanted yeah, with awesome. the videos and information. Mm -hmm. And there was the Cooper's part, which is, I found that particularly interesting. It's the guys who made... It was the made, best part, I thought. Yeah, it was all about the guys who made the barrels. Yeah. To house the beers, so it was and it was how awesome. just precise and like intricate and you have to be a perfectionist oh. to make these barrels, and it was seriously like it took years to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And basically, if you were a cooper, you were a badass. Yeah, that's what I kind of yeah. Figured. It was uh, it was awesome. It was really interesting. It was really cool. But yeah, they gave you a free beer too after the whole tour yeah you got like uh everyone that paid to get in you get a free drink ticket yes um, and you can pour your own yeah the pouring they teach your you own the proper way cool. to pour a guinness pint yeah so you go behind their little bar and it's you know on the nitro tap and so you have to like angle it all perfectly and they say you know the little harp that's on the guinness pints you know you have to like pour it right on that, and then let it sit, settle for a bit, and then, you know, go back and finish the rest. It yeah, was pretty cool. Yeah, we pour, like, two-thirds of the way, and then mm -hmm. let it settle, and then mm -hmm. you top it off. Yeah, very particular, the way that they pour their pints. Yeah. And they, uh, I think they argue about it if people don't do it right. <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. get pissed. I mean, upset, sorry. <laughs> I said pissed. But, yeah, so at the very end, you go up to the Sky Bar, which is at the yeah. top level. And it's basically just a 360-degree view of all of Dublin. Yeah, you're at the very top, and it's just all the walls are just windows. Yeah. Uh, so you just have this view, mm -hmm. and it's just this big circle room Yeah. with this uh, round bar in the middle. 
And you just, yeah, have a total panoramic view of the entire area. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's, yeah. And I think we were there for sunset, so it was particularly pretty. Yeah, we yeah. left and it was getting dark then. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we poured our pints and then went up to the Sky Bar and just sat at this table and had our drinks. You could either, for the free drink, you could either pour it yourself from that place that we did, or you could go up to the Sky Bar and they'll pour you one. But we were like, oh, well, I want to pour it. Yeah. So um, you could do either or, but if you wanted more drinks, which you could, you had to go down the elevator, I think two levels or something, to mm -hmm. this other bar Yeah. to, you know, pay for more. I think the Sky Bar was, because there was so many people visiting and that had the free drink tickets, they were, they were just busy as could be. So I got in the elevator and I saw free drink ticket on the ground. And I was like, word. <laughs> yeah, so I just... Picked that up and went straight back to the bar. I was like, yeah, I got this free beer ticket. They're like, all right, so I yeah. got another free beer. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I think we ended up getting a couple of free beers. Well, then after reason. that, I went down and I was like, this is fucking good. Like, <laughs> this, I love Guinness. Yeah. So I went down to get another round. Yeah. So then I had made my way down to, I think, the fourth floor bar or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking to get a couple pints. Uh, me and my girlfriend are up at the Sky Bar. And he's like, oh, okay, well, do you want... You want it for free? I was like, really? It's like, yeah, some guy just left with his fr or you know partner or whoever and um, didn't want his drink tickets. So if you want, you can use his. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, totally. So I was getting all these free drinks. And I was like, it was just my birthday yesterday. So uh, it really worked out. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's Yeah, we got another free round. Yeah, but uh, he cool. was kind of asking about as he's pouring the pints and you know waiting for the beer to settle to pour the rest of it. Uh, just kind of what I was doing there, and um, I'd explain our travel itinerary basically, and and we had chosen to after Dublin make our way to Galway, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, uh, are you going for the races?" And I was like, "What?" Yeah, we were like, "Huh, races?" And he explained that there was these big horse races that are in Galway every like, year. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you'll be there for the races. It's a big thing. And I was like, oh, I had no idea had that no idea. that was even a thing or that that was going on. Mm -hmm. We ended up hearing about that a lot. But that was the first time that I was like, oh, the races in Galway. And yeah. not, I mean, it made sense why. It was kind of difficult to find booking in Galway as well. And that mm -hmm. was probably why. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, the... Guinness tour, I think, is kind of expensive, but I th I would say it's 100% worth doing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You have it was to. over 20 euro. But um, you get a cool tour. You get a free yeah. pint. You yeah. get this awesome viewpoint with the Sky Bar. I mean, it's, it's yeah, you it's, can't pass it up. No, it's totally worth doing it. And I just spent 27 euros at the <laughs> fucking pub for three right? pints. So yeah. yeah, in the Guinness factory or the Guinness tour, there was this gigantic... A wooden carving of like a Guinness pint and it was all it's like really this big dark wood pillar yeah dark wood basically really dark. pint of Guinness but the entire thing was just super intricately carved with like horses coming out of it and like little mountain climbers on the top or you know just the entire thing was just covered in all different the Guinness oh, the, like, toucan yeah the toucan and there's just a ton of stuff and then the top was like a um, I think white linen that was kind of lit up to look like the head of Guinness. It was yeah. really cool. It was just a really awesome artwork. But yeah, so later on, maybe a day or so after, we went to the Jameson Distillery and we took a tour there too. We went to all the boozy spots. <laughs> we wanted to get our booze on. But yeah, it wasn't as interesting as the this was Guinness a, tour. 
Yeah, it was a guided tour. The tour guide was slightly dry. But I mean, part of me gets it. You know, if you're doing this multiple times a day, every day for, you know, it's going to be hard to sound like super psyched about, you guys ready to do the tour? You know, I don't know. But here's the thing. We've gone on other tours and they, like, we've gotten amazing tour Totally, yeah. I mean, they work for it. If you don't like it, don't fucking do it. It wasn't that bad. But it was just like, uh, it felt like she was just reading from a sheet of paper that she she had memorized. She wasn't super into it. But, I mean... It could have just been the day, too. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, we did, uh, at the end of the tour, they gave you different samples of different whiskeys. Just to compare. Yeah, so they compared, like, Canadian, Scottish, and Irish whiskey. So as you're sipping them, they're explaining, like, the taste and Mm -hmm. the concept of double distilled or triple distilled or single, you know. Yeah. And, you know, what you're tasting is this and really just breaking it down and Mm -hmm. comparing kind of like showboating why Jameson's the best. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of. <laughs> but at the same time, I agreed. I was like, no, you're right. This does taste, yeah. I remember the Scottish whiskey was like, oh, you know, like definitely kicked you in the face. Yeah. Which was like Scottish most things, you know. They're kind of rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Scottish tea. You're like, oh, that's. For sure. You know. Yeah, so at the very end of the tour, they also gave you free drinks, which was, it was so good it was like so you a... could have like your choice of a cocktail basically mm-hmm. and we went with this uh it was a ginger and lime cocktail oh man it was like you could either have a shot you could have that cocktail or there was like another mixed drink of some sort yeah and we we're like oh well this one sounds good let's do that it was amazing it was good it was so good i was like this is all that's in it it was right? super simple but yeah. my god it was tasty and then there was a couple that was leaving and they're like oh we can't stay to have our drinks do you guys want our free drinks like, yeah <laughs> let's get more drinks <laughs> we kept so. getting hooked up with free drinks it was awesome and i mean we were kind of loopy anyway because our tent had been moldy and we hadn't slept well the night before so we were like getting buzzed as well as just like delirious also Mm -hmm. and tired and a bit exhausted we've done a lot of walking around that's true so we were like kind of on our third or fourth wind or something (laughs) we were probably looking faded even though we weren't drinking a whole lot at the moment but yeah, uh, so as we were leaving there, we had gotten stuck in a rainstorm, so we had to like kind it of pop. started dumping out of nowhere. Yeah, just all of a sudden, and so we had to like pop into a pub, and we were so glad that we did, because it was this super quaint little sports pub. It was super small. Everything inside was this wood. I mean, there was like maybe the seats, the benches, the walls, the ceiling was all this wood, and all that was in there was these old dudes. Yeah, like it was just super... these old gents that were... You know, in their typical, like, newsboy hats. Yeah. And uh, in their... Reading the paper, watching a game of hurling. or On the TV. Yeah. Uh, it was... And it was just like, wow, what is this place? We loved it. It was it was an awesome find. Yeah. And we... So we didn't know what the country's sport that they followed was, but it's hurling. Yeah, we kept seeing it on the TVs, and we were like, what the hell is this what are sport? They it's kind of like lacrosse, but also kind of like soccer. And, and rugby? I don't know. It was yeah. weird, you know? It was like just a, a sport we had never seen before. And we kept seeing it, so we asked, and the guy was like, oh, it's hurling. And yeah, but it was pretty interesting watching Yeah, I'd never heard of it before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the locals get real into it, so. Yeah, so, yeah, we had, um, we had walked all over town, uh, and we found this long stretch of stores, where uh, tons of people set up and they perform, or they're basically busking. 
Yeah, it was uh, some of, are really good, but tons of street performers. Yeah, it was awesome though. Um, but yeah, there's really cool cathedrals. There's a few castles that are really cool. Campuses like the school there, the the mm -hmm. university that was really impressive. Yeah. Just a ton of cool sightseeing with historical buildings and architecture that mm -hmm. was yeah just really fun to explore. Totally. Yeah, and then we caught a train over to Galway. We we booked a train. We knew that Galway was going to be our next stop, and which basically went straight across the country to the other to the west coast. Yeah, it wasn't too long of a train ride, but it was uh, gorgeous. Yeah, you could understand why they call it the Emerald Isle. You know, it was super green just the entire way. Yeah. We had heard Gaelic for the first time. Yeah, at the train station. Yeah, well, it was on the trains, on the too. Train, yeah. yeah, They, they kind of, would... like, tell you the stops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I remember it just sounding really foreign, like, really weird. Not like any other language I had ever heard. Yeah, it was like a... It was really cool, though. So, yeah, we got this hostel in uh, Galway. Um, it was a super nice place. Yeah, it was right near. It was pretty close to the train station, actually. Yeah. It didn't take us very long. It wasn't too far. Uh, but it was new. It was really clean. The rooms were a little weird, though. It was another place where we had three-tiered bunks. Yeah, they were really small, compact rooms, But too. they weren't super tall like what we had in Lisbon. Uh, they were really low to each other to where there wasn't even enough room to sit up. No, and I'm short, and I couldn't sit up. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, part of me, because I was on the lower bunk, it felt cozy. I don't know. The beds were comfortable. The beds were comfy, which is a huge, you know, focus point. Mm -hmm. They had free breakfast. Yeah, they had free breakfast. You could help yourself to like toast or cereal. Mm -hmm. And they had this whole separate eating area on uh, whatever floor it was on. We had actually met this family that was uh, also traveling and staying there from Copenhagen. Yeah, there was a dad and, like, his two kids. Yeah, I think so, two, and, maybe three. Yeah, and they were really friendly, and they just wanted to know all about our travels and our story. And, yeah. you know, were super excited for us. And, they were just like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, if you ever make your way to Copenhagen, you can stay with us. Yeah. And we're like, really? That's awesome. It's so cool, just meeting, you know, people in the hostels. And they're and then, usually all about traveling, you know. And I mean, that's why they're there, too. Yeah, they want to hear your story and... And that, that's a way to meet know, people, make he connections. Had opened up his, you know, invitation yeah. or to us with just meeting us and talking for, you know, yeah. a bit of the morning. Really friendly, you know. But yeah, we went to some pubs one night and well, we went to a pub and it started. <laughs> it started we with started one, at pub. one pub. <laughs> it continued on after that. But it was a really so with the races going on, there's kind of like this pub lane, and it's one street. I think it's just like a walking street. I don't think oh, there's yeah. cars allowed on it. Well, there might be, but I don't remember a lot going down there. It was like primarily for people to just kind of bar hop or pub crawl. Yeah, and there's just it's lined with pubs, and you kind of bounce back and forth between each one. And and we started there's a at, bunch of local like music playing. In yeah, each we of started them. at one of them where there was some music playing because we're like, oh yeah, we want to hear some Irish music in totally. a pub. And so we pop into this one, and they're kind of set up, you know, right by the windows at the f very front of the pub. And so we kind of head back towards the bar. And the bar itself, I guess it was just, like, littered with different patches of, like, uh, fire... Or law enforcement. Yeah, fire work... Fire workers. <laughs> like, firemen. Firefighters. There were firefighters and, uh, like, their stations kind of badge. 
But there was all like U.S. things. So it was yeah. like Chicago Police, Cal Boston, Fire, you know, Portland. This. It was just all like from the states, which yeah. I was like, that's really cool. It was pretty cool. And so we were just kind of admiring that, listening to you know the music playing, and then. But were... at the same time, with the races going on, every pub is packed, so it's oh, fucking packed. loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there was this one guy standing right by the bar, and he's. He introduces chatting to Yes, he introduces himself, and so I'm pretty good at listening to the. If they're speaking in English, doesn't matter kind of what their accent is. Usually, I can understand what they're saying. This dude, however, I was having a real hard time with, and he just had one of the thickest accents I have ever heard. And we find out that he's from Northern Ireland, and I was making out maybe every other word maybe it was hard to take what he was saying because as i mean as well as it just being loud inside mm-hmm. anyway it was hard to pick apart what the hell he was and with how yeah strong his accent was it, was it made crazy. it hard to yeah to even understand it. I mean, he would say something and then like laugh and nod and we're like <laughs> so yeah. yeah we would just like laugh as well and i didn't i got fishing I yeah mean, that's all I got out mm-hmm. of it. and so he he had offered to buy us a couple drinks and we're like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, we'll hit you up on the next round or something like that. And so, uh, yeah, we were just chatting with him for a bit. And then, like, three other guys three come in. big guys And they're come big, in. you know. Yeah. yeah. And so they kind of just stand around us. Because we're all standing because it's so packed all the seats are taken. Yeah. So everyone's just kind of standing. It's almost like a concert, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's that packed. And, and so these group of big guys come in and order rounds and they're like, what y'all was on about, you know? And mm-hmm. and who are you guys? And You could tell that the, you know, one of the guys notices and recognizes the guy that we're talking to or have been talking to for a little bit. And so they, you know, kind of greet each other. And like, How do you know this guy? Yeah, and kind of giving him a hard time. Like, oh, we were just hanging out, and he started talking with us. Yeah, but then we we actually went out front to kind of get some air and then also to have a cigarette. And one of the guys from the group that came in later, he was talking to us and said, so just to warn you guys about this guy that you're talking to. He was just like, he's bad news. Yeah, that's what he said. Has he tried to buy you a drink yet? We're like, yeah, he just bought this drink. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah, don't. They're like, don't take it. You know, he's... This he's, is what he does. He's a yeah, friend he's of like, my cousin's or something. Yeah, he's like, he, my cousin knows him. He's not a good guy. And he's like, did did his card get declined? And we're like, yeah, actually it did <laughs> when he tried to buy us drinks. So and he, then he used he paid something cash. else. And, yeah. But it was like, oh, my God, this guy knows what he's talking about, you know? So we listened to him. And he was, like, really friendly with us and almost, like, wanted to take us under his wing, it felt totally. like. And then he explained that him and his two friends that had come in were cops. They're all like, cops. Yeah, but, we're cops, we know, and don't don't yeah. mess around with this guy. Yeah. Stick with us, you'll be fine. Yeah, and so they were just like, super right. kind of big brotherly, like to us immediately. Yeah. Like, we're gonna take you guys and Well at the same time yeah. we were like, Oh, you guys are cops, you guys are getting shit faced. They know. were just like slamming dr- oh. like drinking the, like they had thirty minutes, you know, like it was the, last call or something. The amount of drinks that they were putting back. They were big guys too though. They were big guys though. Um, yeah. And I think that they had gotten us, like, some Irish coffees, too. And so yeah. it kind of, like, jacked us up and then also furthered the, the wanting to drink with them. And so they are like, no, you come with us. And they, like, like kind of took us away. You us. You'll be fine. Yeah. And they were, like, asking us what our plans were for the night. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you come along with us. We'll, we'll take you out. And basically from there on, they took us on a pub crawl. 
Basically, yeah. I mean, these guys were out to fucking drink. get it, yeah, yeah, and get us drunk too. And, I mean, they were just buying. I mean, us too. The whole oh. group were just buying round after round. I don't think round. we paid for any drinks. I didn't that pay night. for a single drink. No. Uh-uh. So we went to like three other pubs with these cops, yeah. and it was all like music playing and loud and lively, and it started getting kind of hazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. But I remember one of them too. I had run into him because there was like one of the pubs. He had to go upstairs to the bathroom. Yeah. And I ran in. I, like, crossed paths with him heading to the bathroom, and I was coming from the bathroom. And he just kind of, like, you know, took me in kind of close and, like, grabbed my shoulder. And he's like, so this guy you're running with, is he a good guy? Does he treat you well? Like, you know, just, like, really nice and wanting to make sure, you know, that we're we're good and, we're ta- you know, that I was taken care of. It just, they all felt, like, really, like, they cared about you, you know? Yeah. Which was cool. You don't get that all the time, you know? No. You're just like, what? But And then we ran into another gal, too, that night who kind of tagged along for the, the ride, and we uh, ended up making friends with her, and they were like, yeah, we'll hang out tomorrow. And Yeah, we had planned to, oof. she was saying there's supposed to be some local music at this other pub the mm-hmm. next night, and we should all go meet there. And we were like, yeah, totally, let's all meet up, and that sounds like a lot of fun, that's what we wanted. And... Yeah, and we woke up the next morning, and... I didn't feel like doing shit. I was so hungover. It was, woof. I don't even remember getting back to the, the hostel. It was very, very hazy. And that whole next day, we were just like, yeah, I don't want to do anything. I remember leaving to go get something to eat, and that was a struggle in itself. And I was like, I'm not even... Just going to another bar and listening to a bunch yeah. of live music again sounds like I a terrible I felt bad, idea. but we completely ghosted her. We're like, no, sorry. And hopefully she just got so shitty she didn't she remember did the same, yeah. either. But yes, yeah, so that was our drunken night with the popo. It was crazy. It, it was, was so much fun, though. I oh, mean, my God. I had a great time. It was, it was a riot. It was a riot. And they were, they were just so much fun and so nice and just accommodating and like, yeah, we'll show you a good time. We're like, all right. We just got shit faced with some cops and yeah they, uh, it was crazy something that you super probably fun. don't have happen here in the states all that often yeah maybe not i don't know but felt like a authentic irish night for sure yeah, yeah very authentic you're like <laughs> wow this is you guys are what they say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just rowdy fucking yeah. irish drunks and it was awesome out to have a great time i mean and, and the thing is is that over there, they can get rowdy and they can get wild, but it doesn't feel like it's like they get to it's the not point aggressive. of no. It doesn't feel like they get to the point of being aggressive and want to like fuck shit up like it is over here in the states. Like you, you go downtown and you're always gonna see like a fight yeah. or people get into it, and you're like that over there. They might get rowdy and loud and, you know, have a good time, but it doesn't feel like they're Even about to... Even if there to... would be a fire, they'd be, like, organized. Be like, okay, you and me, we're going to fight, <laughs> and then we're going to share some pints afterwards, and we'll have a great night. Yeah. It's like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just this, like, underlying this? jolliness of... Life Life is good over there. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, so... With the hostel we were at, we had noticed there was a few, like, tour cards, and we were like, oh, well, what can we do around here? I mean... Well, I kn- we knew that we wanted to get to the Cliffs of Mohair, because that's kind of why we went over to Galway. These the are Cliffs very... The Cliffs of Insanity! <laughs> yeah. These are cliffs that have been featured in a number of movies, one of them being The Princess Bride, yeah. with the Dread... What? The, the Dread Pirate Roberts. The Dreaded Pirate Roberts, yeah. And so he's climbing up the cliffs of insanity. 
And then also it's featured on like a Harry Potter movie. And so they're just gorgeous. I mean, they jut right out of the water. And I think the highest point uh, is like 800 feet or close to. And so uh, we wanted to get over there. And we kind of had to just suck up our, you know, not wanting to seem like tourists or uh, be on the tourist train, and so we kind of just sucked it up and took but a tour. Sometimes it's unavoidable if oh, you yeah. want to see it, and uh, you know you just got to go with the rest of the herd. Yeah, and you don't want to spend an outrageous amount of money to like rent a car and stay at a place over there and all that, you know. Or if you want to just find out a little bit more about the local stuff, if you want to get info and. You want to hear what's what, you know. It's yeah. it's a good idea to take a tour, you know. Don't regret that at all. Not at all. Way worth it. It was an awesome tour. So yeah, we got this tour bus and mm. basically cruised around the countryside as this. And we had such a good guide too. He was um, awesome. So basically, you know, he's got the mic and it's coming out the speakers, and mm. he's just explaining all this information on the, you know, drive the whole day. This is about like the Irish potato famine, the local like Irish steers or cows that are just crazy big and beefy. They look like it's regular bull cows on uh, like steroids. They do. They just look but they're jacked. Not. They're, they're all muscle. Yeah, they're all locally They're just fed rippled and... full of muscle. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But it's just, yeah, the... Oh, yeah. Uh, Why can't I think of it either? I don't know. Local? No. Unique? Yeah, they're very unique to the area. <laughs> Where you don't see them anywhere else mm. in the world. But yeah, that that tour was amazing. And it took us all the way over to um, the Cliffs of Mohair. And then we took a boat out to the Aran Islands. Because that was one of those cops told us, oh, you got to get out to the Aran Islands. You yeah. got to get out there. So and we were like, talking okay. to them and we were like, what a, what can, what's a must-see? What's what a must-do? What do we do? have to do? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you have to go to the Aran Islands. Mm-hmm. He was telling us which one, too, because I think there's three or four of them. Yeah. And he was saying, go to the smaller one because it's not, you know, most of them go to the big one. Yeah. But definitely go to the smaller one. So, yeah, we took this ferry boat thing out to the islands and got off. And they were explaining how you only had so much time. And you could either, you know, rent this carriage, this horse-drawn carriage to kind of take you around. You could walk around or you could rent a bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But be back at the dock, you know, in like two hours or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of time. So. Um, or else, you know, it's going to leave without you. And that happened to a couple, I think a couple days before we yeah. had gone. They were telling us about it. They were like, yeah, they didn't make it back to the boat, so they got stuck there overnight. <laughs> they missed the rest of the tour, and yeah. but... But they were like, but they had a great time. Oh, that's nice. <coughs> Let me just get that. Yeah. Fuck up. Anyways. So. so oh, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say. So, uh, yeah, we get the ferry across. And we had been told about a local dolphin there that kind of, like, comes out. And he. Greets all the visitors as yeah, they come up. And... Mm-hmm. And so. I think it was your mom that sent us, like, a little news article online, and it said, Aaron Island's dolphin attacks tourists. And we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, shit. So I guess, a, you know, a couple weeks before, maybe, or maybe a week before we went, we were told that the dolphin attacked a tourist. Yeah. It was out in the water. So maybe that's what he was doing all the time. He wasn't greeting you. He was telling you to get the fuck off his island. <laughs> He's and... like, get out of here, stupid tourists. Like damn people. Yeah. 
But the island was awesome. We decided on renting the bikes. It sounded like the best idea. Yeah, it was um, only like five euro, I think. And yeah. So we were like, that's totally worth it. And so the tour guide was also explaining, you know, what there was to see on the island. So we kind of like looked at the map and was like, all right, well, let's try to do, you know, do this yeah. and that. Yeah, and we went to a sunken ship first. Which was pretty much beached. Yeah, it was awesome, though. It was it's this big rusted out ship. Yeah, hollowed just, out and just sitting there on the shore it had been there for a long time it looked yeah. like so that was really cool to kind of just like crawl in there and check it out yeah yeah and then um there was this other was it like a castle on a hill mm -hmm. it was like a fortress kind of like a crumbled fortress kind yeah. of yeah and yeah so we made our way over something there something you'd see at a like willow yeah, all yeah. of it was. Yeah. Like, the entire island was just made up of these little stone, narrow stone walkways. And so it was just, like, walls of, like, stone walls on either side of you. Yeah, instead really of fences, narrow. it was, like, stacked stone, mm -hmm. or, like, perimeters. Yeah, and that's really, like, I think... Very iconic to uh, Ireland, Ireland in yeah, general, because sure. everywhere around there, it's their fences aren't like wooden fences; <laughs> they're stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just biked around and explored, and oh my god, it was such a nice day out too. It was yeah. sunny. Um, it was just a lot of fun. You want to talk about your little friend you saw? Yeah, we were biking <laughs> just through along this, uh, you know, one of the pathways. And all of a sudden, then there's this wiener dog that just comes out of nowhere, and he's just strutting down the path. Was he wearing a sweater? Yeah. He was wearing a little sweater, and, like, there was no one around. He was just walking, like, he knew exactly where he was going. He was just walking himself. He just, you know, went up to go meet with Charlie, his friend or something, and this was heading home or whatever. I don't know, but... He just didn't look lost. He was just out. There was no one around. You could tell that he was just out on his own. He was just yeah. like, all right, I'm following the path back home. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Carl used to own a weenie dog, so he's got an affinity towards uh, Yeah, weenies. there's a definite soft spot for dachshunds. Yeah, you saw his face just light up when this little sweatered weenie popped out. I was just like, look, look. <laughs> It's a dog walking himself. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, it was pretty fun. But if that gives you an impression of how chill this island was, it was probably one of the chillest places we've yeah. ever been. So. Like time stood still. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, after we got done on the Aran Island, uh, we, I don't know we did the boat tour. how you'd say it. But yeah, we took the boat back to the Cliffs of Mohair, and you were basically at the base of them, so you could see them from the water. Yeah, so Which, we're on the ocean just looking up at the cliffs oh, in Oh, it was so cool. So impressive. But it was choppy. It was pretty chop. It was pretty chop. It was good chop. There was... <laughs> Not a chop. There was uh, people blowing chunks. Yeah, I remember there was yeah. this one young girl, and she was just getting seasick, and I was like, oh, that sucks. I felt bad for her. It sucked, but... That totally ruins your whole experience. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I feel like shit. Because yeah. if you get seasick, it usually sticks with you for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. So, and luckily, Carl and I, we very rarely get seasick on boats, so... Yeah. I feel like I was a sailor in another life, because mm -hmm. I... More so than me. I yeah, you've gotten sick before. I do not I get sick. I don't sick, know what but I it feel is. Nauseous. I never but. get sick. I'm just on a boat, and it's like I'm used to the chop. I'm used to the waves. I don't get it. But yeah. luckily, I don't have to fucking worry about that. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, so the the cliffs are actually home to about thirty thousand nesting birds, and there's like over twenty species, including the puffin. And the puffins are cute. They're kind of like little penguins crossed with toucans. Yeah, totally. Almost. They're adorable. 
But um, yeah, so you should see birds and stuff flying oh, all around, man. and they're all over. And so, and there are even rocks that are like covered in bird shit, just like yeah. white. Uh, but we walked all along the top of the cliffs too. Once we got back up there, and it was super windy. What was up there? Cliffs. I don't know. From well, it was the a top. Big castle thing on the top. Remember? Yeah, but it wasn't. It no, wasn't a castle. I don't know what it is. That's why I'm not talking it's like about a it. Uh, no. I didn't know if you wanted to mention. No, I mean you can mention it if you remember what it was and everything. I thought it was a lookout. Wasn't it like something something's lookout? I think so, but I don't know what it was. I think it was like Saint Peter something. Saint Peter. Yeah, you question it like you don't think that that's what it is. That sounds very. You have no idea. No, but it was there. I don't know. It's a very iconic image of. I know. The cliffs of Mohair. I didn't know if you just wanted to mention that before, you know, all of a sudden we're gone. We don't have to mention it. We can just keep going. Yeah, why did you say anything? Because I thought it would have just clicked and you would have just, like, skimmed over it. But if oh, it's no. a big fucking deal, then forget about it. I think it's O'Brien's, actually. Oh, that makes more sense. That sounds more Irish than <laughs> Peter O'Toole oh. or whatever the fuck he said. I didn't say Peter O'Toole. That's an actor. <laughs> what the fuck? I know, but he's... <laughs> Oh, well, Peter O'Toole was up there in his castle, looking out over everybody in the Aran Islands. Uh, okay, so it's O'Brien's Tower. Is it a lookout? Is that what it is? A round stone tower, which is like a lookout. You can pay to get to the top of it to see a little bit further, but we didn't really feel it's like we needed tall. to. You know, it's if... like you're that high already. What's another like 15 feet going to do? It's not... <laughs> 15 feet? That's like piddly. You're That's piddly. like two of you. I mean, not really. I mean, if you're. It wasn't that tall. tall. But it was pretty, I mean, a decent amount. I'm sure it you was can like see two pretty and a half. <laughs> it was like a step stool. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty tall, but I mean, we just didn't feel like it was worth it to pay the extra however many euro to see at the top it was a gorgeous view from all points so yeah i mean you could see everything as it was yeah it was really windy up there too it was kind of crazy I, I you could almost lean into it and the wind would uh, hold you up yeah i feel when i get up to those certain points because there were parts where there was nothing blocking you from the cliffs because it's just a straight oh sheer God. drop down and yeah uh, and like we said there were certain parts of it that got up to like eight you know, 700 plus feet, and you're just looking down. Oh, you'd die. Oh, yeah. And I think that they had told us that you can't get close because, I mean, they have people watching. They're on, like, suicide alert. Yeah. They want to make sure people don't just jump off. That'd be crazy. Yeah, and they've had people do it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have to have people patrolling. Right. But, I mean, so. it's not, like, gated off. You no. could just... Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. Ugh. Do it. No, no God, no, it. what the fuck? But yeah, it gives me, uh, like, just even thinking about it, I get, like, a like sweaty palms. butterfly in my stomach. Um, What's his name? What? The butterfly in your stomach. George. Little Timmy comes in my belly and starts fluttering around Ew. and I get sick. I'm <laughs> weirdo. Yeah, so it was really cool, though, seeing the, the cliffs of insanity. You have to say it like the guy from Prince. The Cliffs of Insanity. You are inconceivable. Inconceivable. <laughs> oh, what are some other one-liners? What's the one he says? 
I just laugh like him. Never go head to head with a chance of death with a Sicilian with death. Or what did he say? I don't know. <laughs> with a Sicilian who something. That's all I got. You don't take a chance with a Sicilian when death is on the line. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Never go toe to toe with a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, uh, anyway, so we took a bus ride back. <laughs> and uh, we just stopped at this local. It was like a village. It was super small. Yeah, a little seaside village. But they village. had um, just a little eatery slash pub mm -hmm. and a couple little market stores with um, some locals that would make, I think one lady like knitted certain things. Like there was a knitting store and she sold stuff that she made. So you mm -hmm. kind of like support the locals. So yeah, anyway. I don't remember any of that. All right. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> But, yeah, we just stopped. And no, had... I remember the pub or the yeah. eatery. Well, that's because we went there. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, so we just got some lunch or dinner. I don't remember. We continued on a bit further and just kind of skirted along the coast. And I remember there were parts where they had said, you know, this is where J.A. J.A. J.A.R.R. J.R.R. Tolkien, like, used to come when he was younger and... Uh, they said that it inspired him while writing the Lord of the Rings novels, specifically the parts that were talking about Mordor. Because mm. there was, it was just rock, yeah. like sheer rock. It was, it was pretty cool, though, to see that. Yeah, so they'd kind of point stuff out or mention things. And then we did make a stop once when, I don't remember which movie, but it was one of the Harry Potters where they were like, and this is where they filmed Harry Potter whatever. And... <laughs> There's a lot of Harry Potter filming and yeah. inspiration. So we'd stop, to, you know, for a quick sec, and you could yeah. get out and walk around or take photos or whatever, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also along the tours, they had told us that the Irish people still believe a lot, like believe heavily in fol folklore. Like genuine believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally, like fairies and all that stuff. So um, they had told us that... While you're driving past these farmlands that are, you just know... Just meadows and stuff. And yeah, just... Well, they're, they're actually, like, fields that are uh, blocked off by those rock walls. If you see in the middle of that field a tree, they believe that to be a fairy tree. And they're usually gigantic. They're huge. You, yeah. you can't miss like them. They're just, like, ancient trees and it's that the are one by tree. themselves. Yeah. yeah, it's the one tree in this big lot. And so they believe that that is the connection to the fairy world. Yeah. And that was, I was like, that is awesome. Yeah, it's super <laughs> it's cool. so cool that, they, you know, they still believe in this and, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just, just really cool learning about that sort of, you know, belief. Yeah, so that was our stay... In Galway. In Galway. Yeah. And I think that next week we'll be talking about when we make our way down to Cork. And then over to Kilkenny as well, or Kilkenny. I don't know how they pronounce it. Kilkenny. Kilkenny. Yeah. Kilkenny. <laughs> yeah. You bastards. <laughs> and and then, then we kind of make our full loop and we get back to Dublin also. Yeah. So. And uh, head back over to England. But that's all next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for staying. <laughs>
don't know where I'm going. Thanks for staying. Thanks for with hanging us. with us, motherfuckers. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our podcast. If you feel inclined, leave us a comment or review. Tell someone you know who might enjoy to have a listen, and feel free to share on your choice of social media. If you want to know more about us or see any photos of our travels, you can check out our website at trailofbeans.com. We also have a Facebook page where you can follow us on our upcoming adventures and get updates along the way, which can be found by searching at symbol The Bean Trail. We'll be back next week. Same beans. Same pod. Cast.